Ah, Good Things Festival. This is probably Australia's longest running rock festival. A great way to see and hear your favourite bands. Most of the time. The festival is held during our summertime, which means you can apply as much sunscreen as a test cricketer and still end up sunburnt. It's a great way to show off all the fashion trends, including black coloured band shirt number one, black coloured band shirt number two, and who could forget black coloured band shirt number three. Surprisingly this year there were only a handful of battle jackets that I could see, but the few that I did see were quite impressive regardless. This festival represents a great time to organise yourself with all your friends and go see your bands. You don't have any friends. And of course going to the festival with your friends only to lose them within the first 15 minutes because the entire festival has no phone reception. I kid you not, that's exactly what we did. We rocked up to see the first 15 minutes of Melancholin and then after buying our first round of beers, lost each other and never saw each other again. The concert attire was varied amongst the festival goers. Most of them were obviously wearing fishnet stockings in their gothic styles. Of course there were many others who were wearing the bare minimum. I kid you not, there was even someone walking around with see-through pants that had their OnlyFans written on their ass. I did not want to be caught filming this person because I would rather let people think that I am a literous person than confirm that I indeed am. Also, I would not want to advertise it on my channel unless I was getting kickbacks. So congratulations to the OnlyFans person that attended the festival. I wish I wrote your name down now. For research purposes, of course. There were many bands in this lineup for Good Things 2022, and Bring Me The Horizon were headlining their very first festival, Down Under. Amongst the other bands billed for this included Deftones, the esteemed punk rockers No Effects performing punk in Trublic in full, an exclusive first show in 19 years. The Amity Affliction, the Wales' favourite band, Gojira, One OK Rock, World History Enthusiast Sabaton, Polaris, Punk Rock Icons Melancholin, and several other bands ranging from Blood Command, Chasing Ghosts, Cosmic Psychos, Electric Callboy, Ginger, Kiss Chasey, Lacuna Coil, Nova Twins, Ocean Grove, Pale Dusk, Red Hook, Regurgitator, Sleeping with Sirens, Soulfly, Teenage Jones, The Gloom in the Corner, The Story So Far, Thornhill, Those Who Dream, To the Grave, and UMI. This lineup had me very curious to see quite a few bands on the mix here, and I thought it was much better than previous years' lists. But who were going to be the main acts that I would like to see? That is the main question. So follow me on this shaky cam footage that I took during the concert and enjoy this. And by the way, a quick heads up, but there may be some epilepsy warnings for some of the shows ahead. Now let's get into the festival and talk about the day. 
The day began off like any other. I woke up in a state of confusion, wondering what I had done the night prior. It's important to dress correctly for the day. Make yourself very comfortable. This would rule out several other ideas for what I would wear, so I will go with the concert staple of camouflage pants and of course a black band t-shirt. The first steps involved using public transport to get to a friend's place. So we're on the way to see a friend. And then we're going to the festival. Should be good. Before I headed to the train station, there was just a little bit of shopping that I needed to do. I needed to purchase a power bank for the day to ensure that my phone would stay fully charged for all the recording that I would do. Now stupid me, when I did actually buy this power bank, I actually plugged it in to charge and left it turned off because I'm an idiot. Of course we enjoyed the traditional Aussie pastime of enjoying pre-drinks before heading out. And we were ready to hit the road in anticipation for the day ahead of us. Once we had left our destination en route, I discovered halfway that I had left my power bank at home. Eventually though, we finally arrived at our destination and we would be ready for the day. It was a bit of a letdown that we missed Ginger. I mean, that is one band that I really would have liked to have seen. When Adam Levine said there were no hot chicks in metal, he clearly had never heard of Ginger. Oh, marry me. Mel and Colin was the first act that we saw live, and here is some footage that I captured. Aside from the song No Cigar from Tony Hawk's Pro Skater, I'm largely unfamiliar with their back catalogue. We then moved along to see Electric Callboy. They were a big act to see and were highly recommended by a few fans on this channel. We're in the middle of the mosh pit. <laughs> Fuck yeah. No, 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 this is not enough. This is not enough. I can see all the faces like, what is this fucking this guy doing? <laughs> After enjoying this high electronic rock outfit from Germany, we went off and got some lunch. We caught a little bit of lacuna coil off to the side and we remembered how good they are. But we had to make our movements towards Gajira. They were one of the biggest draws of the day. We made tracks all the way to Gajira's mosh pit. We were not going to miss this for the life of us. Some tells me I'm going to lose a beer during the Gajira set. Gajira's fucking here! <laughs> I'm gonna die in this mosh pit! <laughs> no moshy! No moshy! No moshy! No moshy! can't do it! <laughs> the scene was electric, the mosh pit was anticipating what would come, and the countdown was on as the band took the stage.
The intensity of this concert was only matched by the intense smoldering looks Joe was giving the concert goers. Perhaps I was a little bewitched, or perhaps smitten by the band, but I found myself gazing into those eyes just for a bit too long. Merd. Now I have been in a fair few mosh pits in my day, but these mosh pits took it to the next level. Some of the things I saw while I was in there were nuts. We even found ourselves blessed to be amongst a very special guest. Jesus has risen because you are. With the band being blessed by the man dressed in a bathrobe, it was time to rejoin this mosh pit. Jesus, get the fuck in there! If you can't get in, no one can! Kajira's sound was absolutely electric, and the crowd was equally terrifying. Gajira were easily one of the highlights of the day. We tried to catch up with some friends again, however, to no one's surprise, the network was not working. I managed to catch Soulfly opening up with Primitive, but this was the only song I caught. Because we had to make tracks again to see no effects. No effects were up, and we're going to perform Punk and Droblick in full. Arguably their finest effort put to a record. This would be the fifth time that I had seen No Effects, and the first time ever seen a band perform the same day that they released their newest album. Shameless plug right here to check out the newest review on that.
NoFX were by far the funniest band to take the stage that day. 30 years. <laughs> 30 years. Smelly would have lived a long, happy life doing heroin in, in, in Australia. <laughs> like, like, kind of like Nick Cave. Oh. Oh. Let's hear it for Nick Cave and the Bad Band. <laughs> Even after all these years, it's incredible to see a band that has not lost its edge after all this time.
Let's do, let's do the Ramsey version of Don't Call Me White tonight. <laughs> okay, but I want to how the bass player sings? Don't tell Ransom we said that, right? Ransom. Tell TMZ, just not Ransom. I'll tell them next song they're in Australia. We're gonna do a song that's not off this fucking ridiculously old album. But the song's older! Let's see you people go crazy, cause, cause fuck y'all. <laughs> I wanna see the Constitution burn. Wanna watch the White House overturn? I wanna witness some blue blood bleed red. During the time that NoFX were playing their songs, I noticed over on stage 2 that the Deftones were getting set up, and I could see many lights in preparation for the band. The inner epileptic in me started to worry. Yeah. After NoFX set finished, we ventured over towards stage 2 to witness Deftones. Oh, you're out and what? Who are you people over there? Why are you standing over there? You could be standing over here, way in the back. You're standing over there for the motherfucking Deftones! Look at this! Deftones are certainly up there with my favourite bands, possibly in the top five, so I would love to see them in action again. And they did not disappoint.
The last year of Deftones have been a rather turbulent one, with Stephen Carpenter being very vocal about a few opinions, and of course Sergio even leaving the band. It left me wondering how the Deftones would sound after all this time. Stephen Carpenter appeared to have lost a lot of weight since the last time I had seen him, and looked in fantastic shape. And even though that Sergio was not with them, their touring bassist Fred Sablan was an incredible rhythm section. Chino, of course, has never lost his edge, and his vocals were, as always, on point. The lighting from Deftone's show was spectacular, and at one point I did witness someone fall to the ground right next to me. It's a bit hard to tell if it was due to the lighting or otherwise, he did get taken away by his friend for first aid, if you are curious.
After Deftones set, it was time to go see Bring Me the Horizon. Now, these guys were going to be the main drawing act of the night, and of course the closing act. They were up against Regurgitator, but they always had the biggest draw. The crowd was massive, and we unfortunately were right towards the back of the concert. Most of the people from the festival were lining up to see the band in anticipation for the closing act. The band took the stage with incredible visual cues and had the crowd eating out of their palm. This would however be plagued with some technical issues throughout the night and made the band a little bit difficult to hear from our distance. To be honest, it was a bit disappointing. Despite these technical issues, the crowd made the most of it and sang along to the songs, for what they could hear anyway. Eventually, the night closed out and we walked away from the event, enjoying what we had seen and heard. According to my steps, I had moshed for 22,000 steps. 
I walked away from the event enjoying it mostly, but it left me with an incredible sense of satisfaction seeing most of these bands, but mostly it left me with a great deal of pain. I am no longer the young person that I once was. In fact, despite drinking very little on the day, I felt like I had a hangover the next day. My feet were very blistered and I needed to have an ice bath. If there's one thing I have noted after this festival, it's that I am getting old, but not too old to attend another festival. So what are the takeaways from the day? Well, by far, I think Tism had the best use of a cement mixer within their set list. The Amity Affliction had certainly one of the hottest presences of the day, mostly due to the flamethrowers that they had brought. If I had known, I would have brought some marshmallows. Gajira had the craziest mosh pit by far from the day. That will go down as the best mosh pit I have attended this year, let alone within the last few years. No effects were of course as funny as always, and will easily go down of the day as having the most things thrown during their settlers. This even included potatoes at one stage. Deftones provided easily the best vocals of the day, that could easily scare you and also seduce you at the same time. Bring Me The Horizon easily had the prettiest visuals on the day. They easily leaned into their styles with karaoke visuals and of course many different effects that could have been used even on this program I'm using to edit this video together right now. There were many bands that I did miss on the day. Tism, Regurgitator, Soulfly, UMI and a bit of Lacuna Coil and Sabaton. However, there is only so much that you can see during the day. I think I did well to see the bands that I really wanted to see. Kajira was my highlight of the day, easily being the best performance that I witnessed. I had heard from many people within the crowd that Kajira would do incredible live set lists, and now I know that to be true. Well, that's my summary for Good Things Festival 2022. I hope you have enjoyed this, and if you have, make sure to leave the video a like. Also, subscribe to us for more music-related material, and of course, as always, stay spicy out there. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Live Listen Erased. And if you have enjoyed this episode, make sure you share it with all your friends. Don't forget to subscribe to our Chili Con Carnage crew so you can get notified for all the future videos that we put out, as we put out videos every Friday. Also, we are on Discord, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter over at Live Listen Erased, so make sure to tune in over there. And don't forget to like this video so that our manager can stay very happy.